and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking along with El Jefe and the Walker. Welcome to episode 279 of Max Wrestling on Facebook, YouTube, and Andre Corbiel's Wrestling with Wrestling, along with MP3 platforms. It is July 16th, and we have two nights of pay-per-views to predict, one of which being the first Impact pay-per-view that we've properly predicted on this show in years. I think we did Slammiversary last year, but because none of us were, well, Mike was, but because we weren't actually following Impact at the time, we just made up a, completely our own card. Like people that weren't even in Impact. We were like, yep, they can go in the main event. <laughs> Fantasy booking, I love it. Yeah, and I think we booked a better show. <laughs> but Impact is growing. Impact has grown over the past year. I'm really looking forward to this Saturday to see what they pull out of the bag. Um, no idea what an old school rules match is. I'm guessing it's just unsanctioned, apparently. We'll see. Um, but before we get into that, congratulations to the one true heel, Ted P. De Nero. He advances to the semi-finals and will face Cypher in two weeks. But this week, it's opposite ends of the scale. It's a veteran and a former knowledge and predictions champion, El Jefe himself, taking on a debutante in Ronald Hill. What's it like preparing for somebody who's never cut a promo on the show before? Uh, geez. Well, the first time I did it, I was just like, I prepared at none at all. I just threw my camera on and was talking a bunch of shit. And that didn't get me very far. So <laughs> this one, um, I don't want to say it took a lot of uh, preparation or uh, you know, it was mainly, it was... I wanted to tell a story, and then I wanted to get a point across. I knew that right off the bat. Like, the second I knew I was going against a new guy all, all over again, I was like, nope, we need to correct last time. And then say, hey, new guy, this is where you stand. But uh, but try not to be a dick about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's see what's in store. It's time for week three of King of the Mike 2020. Mr. Moses Marquez, a man of many monikers. Honestly, I wasn't quite sure what to call you for this battle. Do I call you the Mayan? Do I call you El Jefe? <laughs> Sorry, confusion, stuck in the Adam's apple. But what, what we're just gonna call you runner up because that's what you're, you're gonna be. See, no one knows who I am and I actually like it that way. There's no tape. On me, there's tape on everyone else, and I will admit, your promos are the shit. Creative, I like that. See, I was going to do some super creative. I was going to have, I was going to play three characters. I was going to pull out all the stops. I was going to pull out the lights. I was going to pull out the fancy camera. But then I thought to myself, why? For what? First round. You don't pull out your best dunk in the first round of the dunk contest. Now I know what you're probably saying. Well, you know, man, you you don't pull out the stops. You don't got to worry about making your second round, but I'm not worried about you, sir. You're running up. You're second place. You always come so close. Always come so close to getting a gold medal. 
being the one standing on the podium, hand over your heart, say national anthem, but you you just don't finish it. You don't finish at the goal line, fumble, drop. It's get it got so bad to the point that people had to go and get other people. Last promo league was over, people hit me up. Well, one person hit me up. Either way, that's not the point. The point is, Mr. Marquez, Mr. Hefe, Mr. Mayan, you're done, dude. You're tired. You're old. Your mustache, uncombed. Hair, unkept. Hoodie, unwashed. It's terrible. But let's not talk about that. See, everyone in this contest, all the performers I've seen so far, everyone's saying the same thing. I'm going to be the promo league champ. I'm going to be king of the mic. I'm going to be trivia takedown champagne. You know, everyone's saying that. Everyone wants to be the king of the mic. Everyone's already looking too far ahead. You look too far ahead, you won't miss what's behind you. See, there's a famous quote by Sir Winston Churchill that simply says, it is a mistake to lick, to lick, to lick. Wrong video. It's a mistake to look too far ahead. Because, see, the chain of destiny can only be grasped one leg at a time. Why is everyone looking so far ahead? Everyone's already talking about the finals. How you know you're going to be in the finals? Looking too far ahead. You're looking past opponents. That's what people are doing to me. That's what you, sir, are doing to me. Now, honestly, I'm offended. I'm hurt. Crushed. Wounded, even. But, Mr. Marquez... I won't take up too much of your time because, you know, you got sleep to get. Don't worry about it. You'll, you'll, you'll get plenty of sleep because you won't have to worry about being there, being in the next round. You know? It's cool, though. It's cool. This is no no gimmick. This, this is not me being a character. This is simply me. This is who I am. I don't need to make super cuts. I don't need to, I don't need to play characters. I can if I want, but I won't. You want to know why? Because you're not... Worth it. You're not worth pulling out all the stops for. All you are are a runner-up, a second place. You are a, a placeholder for everyone else. To get there, people see what you did and go, oh, well, if he can get there, I can get there. Honestly, his stuff isn't that good. It's dry, brittle, cornflakes. But, sir, once again, I'm going to leave you alone. I'm going to go. I got noodles cooking. So this promo is over. What's happening, baby? Ronald, bro. First off, welcome to King of the Mic. Second off, welcome to the promo order. Third off, bro, do you not understand what happened? Do you not understand the severity of the situation that you put yourself in? You see, you're coming at the man, the man that runs and owns Smartmark Radio. Okay, Retro Rewind and all that fun jazz, all right? You're talking about one of the many captains for Max Wrestling. You're talking about the former knowledge champion, baby. And you coming in here 
what you make in your videos and your oodles and noodles, and you think you have a shot, but you don't. But now, now there, Moses. Remember last time you were here? What the hell are you saying, crazy voice in my head? What I'm saying is, last time you were against that new guy, you were all cocky. You've done this before. Oh fuck, he's right. I have done this before. I've got a new plan. I know just who to call. Yes, may I speak to El Jefe, please? Thank you. Bueno. Hola, El Jefe! What's going on, buddy? Ah, the LPG Gringo. ¿Qué quieres? Hey, so, uh... I know it's been a while since we've talked, you know, the whole demoness thing. Uh, I won't get into that. Look, I gotta, I, I'm calling because it's King of the Mic. And there's this guy, right? His name is Ronald. And I was wondering, maybe you'd cut a promo on him. Como se dice? No, in English? Ah, see. Si. No. Well, fuck, that was abrupt. So El Jefe was a no. I got one more person I might try to call. Yeah, how can I speak to the head trainer, please? Thank you. Hello, Sal Bandini, head trainer. Who the fuck is Sal Bandini? I am Asbag. Well, what the hell do you want? I thought the Crippler ran the club. No, no, he asked me to take over after he lost. He said he needed a, a rough and tough trainer. Well, that's who I'm looking for. I'm trying to talk to the crippler. Well, that's not too easy at the moment, pal. He's, uh, he's kind of grappling at the moment. What do you mean he's busy? Look, tell him his brain is calling and I need him to answer me. Look, dude, I don't know who the hell you think you are. Yeah, Holy man. crap, I think he just broke his leg, dude. Bye. What the... Dude, what is it with people hanging up on me? I'm doing this on my own. Ronald. Seriously, in all seriousness, welcome to the promo order. You know, we got a lot of different promo competitors here. They come in all different shapes and sizes. You could be tall, you could be small, you could be wide, you could be... Uh, uh, I don't... Uh, skinny, I think, no, I'm going to get yelled at for that. But the point is, we all come in different shapes and sizes, you know. We all have different reasons for being here. We have different personalities you know maybe you're maybe you're somebody who refuses to give just one nibble of their food off some off off to someone else off of their plate you know maybe maybe you're an OG maybe you've been doing this promo thing a lot longer than anybody knows we don't know 
you know. I do know one thing that you're not. Well, two things. One, I know you're not a demoness, which is going to probably play in my favor. And two, you're not the next king of the mic. Now, I appreciate you coming out. Really, I do. I hope you come out for another one. I appreciate you coming out here and you giving your all. But I'm not trying to be cocky on this one. I'm telling to be confident. My experience from my start to now, I've grown tenfold, if you will. And I'll be damned if I'm going to let the new kid on the block walk up, take my spot. It may have happened once, but it's not going to happen again. Because I'm coming for that food on that plate. I'm willing to go past that OG. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes to redeem myself. Become the king of the mic. And then the promo champion. And then in due time, Phoenix, I will get my baby back. And the winner will be announced on Monday. So if you don't want to wait till next week's episode to find out, make sure you join the Match Wrestling Facebook group. And next week we will have another debutante. I love that word. Debutante in crooked smile as he goes one-on-one with the Phoenix, who's only had three promo bouts, but he is also a Max OG. So... Uh, in, in other news, congratulations to our current reigning promo champion, the Demoness, who reaches who reached sorry 100 days yesterday. She will become the third longest reigning champion at Promo Slam in five weeks. Good times. No, I, I, I would say joint third reign, but we don't talk about the other one. So, moving on. <laughs> Uh, the current predictions champions are Mike Larkin and Alexander Rowan. That could change twice this weekend. Twice, as we predict Slammiversary and The Horrible Show at Extreme Rules. Um, so, let's, let's flip it around this week, because Impact comes first. Uh, well, Slammiversary comes first uh, on Saturday. So, we will delve into Impact's pay-per-view first. Exciting stuff. First Impact pay-per-view properly in years. Kick it off with, I think, the gauntlet for the gold to determine the number one contender for the Impact Knockouts Championship. We saw a 10 knockouts tag match this past, well, this past Tuesday on Impact. Uh, it has Alicia Edwards, Havoc, Kiara Hogan, Kimberly, Kylie Ray, Nevaeh, Madison Rain making a return to the ring, Rosemary, Susie, Tasha Steeles, and Taya Valkyrie. A lot of girls to choose from. Oh, it, that, it, it's a hard one. I I don't even know where to fucking begin. I've been racking my brain around it all fucking week, and I have no damn clue. I will I will say immediately. I think Madison returning is just like a novelty thing. I don't think I don't expect Madison to win. Um, she's probably going to be staying on commentary for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Uh, Damn. 
Uh, see, Sounds I, like Taya. Sounds like Taya Valkyrie is just going to walk on in and walk on to the championship. That's yeah, that's show. what I think. Yeah, that, that's a pretty decent choice. But at the same time, like, I've listened to a couple other different podcasts this week where they were predicting the show, trying to pick the brains of other people for what they thought would happen with this match. And it's so, like, I'm pretty sure everyone picked a different person. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it, like, even Michael Larkin picked two different people for this match. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> two different shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you got Sue Young, Susie. Yeah. Where they're kind of, like, teasing Sue Young coming back, you know. You got Havoc in there, uh, freaking Kiara Hogan. Like, everybody in this match has been telling a story. They have a feud against somebody, and just about everyone's getting spotlight. So it's it just makes it even more harder to choose. Yeah, I mean, Susie got the win in the tag match on Tuesday, which normally would throw me off, but not everybody works the same way as WWE. So, I think I'm going to go with Susie, actually. Ugh. Uh, see, I'm going to have to... I'm, I don't want to, but I'm going to have to kind of side with Mr. Impact, Andre Corbeil, and go Rosemary. All right, there we go. Three different picks. Um, Susie... Yeah, well, we'll get to do a knockouts title match in a little bit, but uh, I think if Deanna wins the title, it'll be an interesting feud between her and Susie. Uh, but we'll see. We'll get to that in a second. Let's go to X Division Championship. Willie Mack defending against Chris Bay uh, with Johnny Swinger in his corner. No, he's not allowed in his corner, right? Oh, well, okay. Swing aside. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is another hard one. I'm gonna have to go, uh, Chris Bay. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been saying for months I'm very impressed by Chris Bay, but Willie Mack hasn't been champion for very long. In fact, he won the title on the first Impact that I watched. This, well, yeah, uh, on Rebellion. Uh, I can possibly see a rematch. Down the line, so I'm gonna go with Willie Mack to retain Moses. So here's the thing: I actually got, uh, caught a, a highlight packet of Impact from last week or uh, Tuesday, I guess. Um, and they built a crap out of Chris Bay. Yeah. Like they're trying to build this dude to the fucking moon, and I'm like, I only caught a highlight of it, and it's like, okay. Um. So yeah, I, with that, with just that alone, I gotta go with him. Yeah, there was a well, lot I of mean, uh, video package on Tuesday. It was a, very much a hype show. That's basically all it was. Um, I was going to say the, the thing with the thing with like you know Chris Bay and Johnny Swinger there. You know Johnny overheard Chris Bay basically saying you know that he's just using them, mm. and so that could easily build a feud between the two of them for the title 
So you see what I'm saying? I, I feel like they could pretty much do anything with Willie Mack, but at the same time, it's like since they've uh, since he's been champion, they really haven't done much with him. No, um, I mean he's he's had a few matches, but I I just and... think that they're, I think they're building more with Chris Bay and and gonna build a few between him and Johnny. Yeah, and Willie Mack knows that Johnny Swinger is Swinger side. Okay, this one is got me a little stumped. So, the North defend the tag team titles against the unlikely duo of Ken Shamrock and Sammy Callahan, who at Rebellion tried to beat the cra- well, did beat the crap out of each other in the main event. I'm going north. north. Uh, I'm just going to have to go with them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It kind of seems like, you know, anytime Ken has a match, he's like more or less putting over the other people. Yeah. So I I think they're going to just do that again. Because I just don't see it going anywhere with him teaming with uh, that dude. I always forget his name. <laughs> Sammy. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that one guy. At the same time, uh, the North have now been champions for just over a year. At the, at the time of this recording, 375 days. Huh. Interesting. Uh, which I believe is the longest reign in Impact history. They're going to have a little celebration, and then, you know, Rhino's going to come in with Heath Slater. <laughs> uh, like, scrolling through, I believe the previous longest reign was Beer Money with 212 days. And that was, geez, nine years ago. Oh, damn. But I like the unlikely duo of Sammy Callahan and Ken Shamrock. I know, like, Ken's old. He's willing to put dudes over, but we got Tommy Dreamer in the main event. <laughs> well, he's not main event, but, you know. It's the main he's event. Main event. His eyes. Oh, well, that's right. Well, <laughs> yeah, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Saltine, I forget Impact. No, you know what I mean? it's, it's great. If you look on Wikipedia, and it's obviously got the list of matches for Slamversary, it actually says, uh, old school rules match 40 brackets unsanctioned. TNA World Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> um, okay, Mud, are you saying North as well, or are you saying Shamrock and Callahan? No, I'm going to go Shamrock and Callahan. Okay. Uh, so let's go to the unsanctioned TNA World Championship next. Old school rules match. Whatever the hell it means. Uh, Moose defending his prop against Tommy Dreamer. Now, when you what hover over old school rules match, it just comes up with hardcore match. So I guess yeah. that's their way of saying extreme rules. I don't know when Tommy yeah. Dreamer ever does a regular match. Yeah. <laughs> we could, we should well, just rename it company-wide Dreamer rules. There you go. I do remember I there used to be a time where the title match was no disqualification. Wait, what the hell? I was gonna say, no, yeah. in, uh, in TNA, I thought... Well, like all the time. 
Was that a Jeff Jarrett rule? Majority, yeah, I think. Sounds like, I mean, a, I could like be a Vince wrong. Russo thing. Was that like the Asylum years or? I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I got Back in 2012. Yeah, Dream has been great with the promos, but I don't expect him to uh, to take Moose's prop. This, this is that match where everybody thinks this is where Eric Young is going to come into play. Mm-hmm. Because they have kind of hinted that there may be multiple former world champions returning, not just one. Well, yeah, uh, that video package this week, uh, making out like three people are coming in. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if anybody's going to interfere in this match. Um, and I'll get to that later, but I'm just going to say for now, Moose. And is that a full house for Moose? Yeah. First off, what the hell is that robe that he wears? (laughs) That thing is hideous. When I saw that, I'm like, who in the fuck are you trying to be? I was like, I got like an Okada yet like Ric Flair kind of feel. And then I go in there and I see him wrestle. And I'm like, who in the fuck are you trying to wrestle ass? Like his whole gimmick's changed up. He's in good shape, which is great. Because I remember the last time I really paid attention to Moose, he still looked like he can play O-line. Hmm. But I don't know. This is going to be interesting. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the best I can to actually watch this pay-per-view. Yeah, it must be like robes equals headline world champion. I guess. I mean, all I know is that rope sucks. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Let's do the knockouts championship. Jordan Grace defending against Deanna Perrazzo. Um, Normally, you wouldn't expect a newcomer to win a, a title right off the bat, but I'm, I'm really pulling for Deanna Perrazzo in this one. I mean, it would be nice, but I'm going to... I got to go with Jordan Grace. I've been really enjoying her lately. Oh, I enjoy her a plenty. <laughs> um, uh, how long has she been champion? I, I think she's champion oh, like since January. Yeah. So, yeah. About six, seven, six months. seven months. Why take it off her? Look at her. Because they've really introduced Deanna as a superstar. That's fantastic. All I know is she's gorgeous. She can bench press me, and I love all of it. <laughs> um, okay, so that's both of you for Jordan Grace. Yeah. I'll, I'll be sticking with my girl, Deanna. Um, which I believe leaves us with just one match. The fatal four-way for the now vacant Impact World Championship. Ace Austin versus Eddie Edwards versus Trey versus TBA. Uh, I, this is the thing with mystery opponent matches. You don't know who TBA is going to be, but they, whoever it is sounds like a better option than the other three. <laughs> I was just going to say the same thing. I, I couldn't agree more with that, but this is that time where I'm going to say something that I haven't heard anybody else say. 
I think that mystery opponent is going to be Moose. Ooh. I love I that. Think, I think he's going to be that mystery opponent trying to get both titles to unify it. And then that's when those, you know, uh, former world champions are going to come back. Some people have said Bully Ray. Some people have said EC3, Eric Young. Uh, fuck, I don't even know who else. Kurt Angle. EC3 Angles. better In- not. I know. I know. I'm he really is not. made to be MJF's partner. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I've been praying for that since the beginning of AEW. It's dawn of man. <laughs> but, hell, uh, hell, they've even teased Sting. Yeah, yeah, Sting, Bully Ray, Kurt Angle, you know, all of them. Um, I don't know who it's going to be, but I think wrestling regularly. I'm thinking it's going to be Moose going to come out during the match. That's when they're going to come out, and then Moose is going to get distracted with former champions, and is. Basically, going to be like a triple threat. So, I think I'm going to go Ace Austin. Not because I like him. I wouldn't expect that. You like him? But he's been he's been in the title picture for a while. He hasn't had it yet. I think they're going to give it to him. I tell you what, um, Trey's promos are like they're always in the red zone. That guy's intense when he's cutting promos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Moses, see the mystery thing is is what's killing me because if if I really don't want it to be EC three, but I feel like it's probably going to be EC three. Um, well, now here's the thing. Most of the people that I've been hearing talk about it, they're saying it's going to be Bully Ray. Why? He's now out of contract with Ring of Honor. Yes. You know who I'd love for the mystery guy to be, even though he's not out of contract with Ring of Honor? Jay Lethal. Technically, he's a former world champion, just not Impact. Yeah, I was about to say he was a T. I think he was TNA, right? He was one X point. Division, yeah. Wait, well, that's right. Yeah, he never won that one. Anyway, point is, uh, I like <laughs> Trey McGill. I know some of his past, like PWG, all that stuff. Um, I, I'm kind of, I really like the Moose idea though, of him being the mystery dude. I think that'd be awesome. But uh, fuck, give it to Eddie Edwards. I'm gonna be the oddball. I. Didn't have a clue up until this past week, but I think I'm going towards Ace Austin as well. Again, not because I like him, um, but because I can see them doing it because he would be the youngest world champion in history in Impact. There you go. Set a record, get a rating. You know who well, else is a former world what... champion that they showed on the flashback this week? Chris Saban. Yeah. I just felt like I had to remind people that he was once a world champion. Because <laughs> <laughs> that rain was horrible. 
Sorry, Chris. Um, all right. That is Slammiversary. All right, Sean. Good job. <laughs> yeah, you get a load of us, Mike. We're predicting impact. <laughs> hey, look at me. <laughs> you know, I, I, called, I called him out on his bullshit the other night. Hey, for, for as long as I've been listening to Max, he has always talked so much shit about impact. Yeah, but, but, he's, always, but he's always watched it. Yeah, not just that, but like if you listen to him on all the other shows, he uh, he's always like, you know, singing the praises of Impact <laughs> on any other show except for Max when he's talking to y'all. And I called him out on it. I'm like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You've always loved Impact. He's like, I know. The thing is, I love it. <laughs> we used to bash it so much on this show for about two years. Uh, I think yeah. he just had to do it to not be the odd one out. Yeah, that, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> but now we all like Impact <laughs> again. Um, like, like we said, it was it was very much a hype show this week. <clears throat> um, I mean, there was a couple of matches, but it was mostly video packages and interviews. Um, and speaking of Moosey... Lost a tag match to Dreamer and Crazy Steve. I can never pronounce the guy's name. His partner was Ratchet Kazoo. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's Rahit Raju. Yeah, Rahit. Just don't try and pronounce that name when you're drunk. All I saw when I was like saw that highlight was all of a sudden Moose and. Uh, other dude just started brawling outside and then they had like a, a quick ass match. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, there was a couple of brawls too. Uh, there was Rhino and Hernandez who went from arm wrestling to a cinematic oh, yeah. parking lot brawl. Thank you for bringing money. that up. It, that what was the so fuck? weird. Yeah, they're like arm wrestling all over the place. And, and I'm they like, just split the money. Uh, that made me even yeah. more mad. <laughs> they were damn uh, uh, arm wrestling over that little uh guard while they're trying to take a piss. <laughs> yeah, that one I was like, are you guys even really like trying at that point? The, the best uh, part, the, What happened to social distance? Yeah. <laughs> the best part the best part of the their little brawl in the parking lot was uh Rhino picks up the money and starts walking away and the next thing you know there's just an orange flash that goes by his head, and I was like, what the fuck was that? And it was just damn uh, Hernandez throwing a damn traffic cone. <laughs> oh, yeah, he attacks him with traffic cones by clocking them together around his head. I'm like, what uh, in the fuck? What is this brawl? And then they like, just counted each other the money. I was like, so you guys like fought like that over, what, like 300 bucks? Well, they Are decided that split it for money. They just decided to split it. I was going to say, is it fucking Rhino a goddamn diplomat or something? Doesn't he make, <laughs> like, fucking, like good money doing that shit? Dazzy, can, can you guess what my favorite part of Impact this week was? Would it be the various close-ups from behind of Kiara Hogan? Absolutely. Again, <laughs> highlight package, and I saw, like, three. <laughs> Oh my! I'm like, oh, Lord. this is why. Just, like, I, I barely saw her wrestle, but I'll tell you this much: her ass stuck out. 
Just jiggling all damn day. <laughs> um, the main event was also a cinematic match. It was um, Ace Austin and Trey basically brawling backstage. Uh, and was eventually broken up when big madman Fulton had a chair. Except his wasn't wrapped in barbed wire. <laughs> Barbed wire is a difference maker. Um, I don't recognize that guy. The um, it felt like Shane it was Fulton. pretty much just to to make Trey look legit. I think he's the most underestimated one in this in this match. The only my only issue with the scrap was this was a brutal backstage fight. What was with the trippy dance music? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't. Uh, it's cool, Jungle Tip. I don't know. <laughs> what is this? A Blade movie? Well, they, yes. They were uh, earlier before that. Um, it was like I want to say they were in a car or something. Ace and uh, Fulton. Yeah. And it took them all night to played. arrive. It, it sounded like the music playing sounded like it came straight out of an '80s porno. <laughs> well, I mean, they lost Joey Ryan. I was just going to say. <laughs> the thing that he does so well is he puts a smile on everybody's face. Your show. We are going to steal the show. I guess it's time for a new order. Have you seen Max Wrestling? I will show you. The We're talking about me. We're talking about the podcast machine. Your boy, Moses Marquez. What's Same day, new era. We are the best at this. Max Wrestling Podcast every single Thursday. Go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com for more information. Hey everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. This is the pretty badass Kelly Klein telling you to turn it to 11 and take it to the max. All right, that is Slammiversary. And now we move on to the horrible show at Extreme Rules. Is there only six matches for this fucking thing? So far, you know what they're like. We'll get to like Saturday and they'll announce two more matches. Because I fucking so, hate that. Right now, there's no match on the pre-show either. Um... <clears throat> Like I tweeted out, they seem to have found a way to kill this pay-per-view more and more each week. We mm-hmm. began with the ridiculous tagline of the horror show. Then it became the horror show at Extreme Rules. Um, this week, they they introduced like this really annoying like stock footage screen for every single match graphic. Did did either of you notice that? I didn't absolutely give Absolutely not. Absolutely did. not. I, I absolutely did not see it because I don't watch that bullshit no more. <laughs> I, when the second they started talking, the, the second I heard fucking uh, Tom Phillips or Michael Cole, so at the horse, I was like, I, nope, get up. Like when they I, run I, through I, the match card, every single time they showed the logo, there was like a two second clip of a woman screaming. It was horrible. Do you get a picture? Or something. 
Oh no, it was just the sound. Oh. That 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 that's what that's what was annoying about it. It was just a sound clip for like two seconds of a woman screaming every time they showed the logo for the horrible show. Piece of shit. And then, just to top it off, the theme song is Kevin Rudolph, which is not horror esque whatsoever. I was gonna say, <laughs> it's like, what? You <laughs> what couldn't have called like fucking uh, trips and be like, hey bro, can you give me a hook me up with one of those bands that like does shit for NXT? Or maybe the one that does your intro and have them do a fucking cover? Yeah, what's Code Orange doing? Seriously. What the hell is this pay-per-view? Anyway. They're <laughs> bored? Um, I mean, this if this pay-per-view does not show you just how out of fucking tune Bruce Pritchard is with fucking just the reality, I, I don't even know what this, like, because this, this whole thing makes no sense. Like, None of, I mean, Oscar and and Sasha make sense. Bailey and Nikki fine, whatever. I don't even know and give a fuck about the fucking universal eye for an eye. Sounds stupid. Just all this is bad. It's just all bad. Um. All right. Let's run through it. So, um, going with to kick it off. The U.S. Championship, Apollo Crews is the real champion. MVP has the new belt for some reason, just because he pinned Apollo a few weeks back and he introduced it. Uh, Apollo Crews versus MVP. I will go with Apollo to retain, just because it would be funny to see MVP's face when he introduced this whole new belt and he doesn't get to keep it. <laughs> that would be great. I'll go MVP. All right. I have to go MVP too. So I I feel like um, Bobby Lashley is going to get involved. Yeah. Uh, I just want I just want to see that look on MVP's face when he, if he loses. So. Which makes it going to be fucking weird as shit. Big ass Bobby Lashley going to walk around without a title, but stupid ass MVP has one. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Again, stupid that, booking. That is so MVP's title as well. It's bling as fuck. Oh yeah, that thing would look stupid on on fucking. Uh, on Lashley, but I mean, it does. It's um, it is an improvement from the thing that we've seen for years. Yeah, I like I like the custom design model with the champion bit on the bottom of the belt and a little bit of blue at the top. It, yeah. it just it it looks like I do bit, I do like that version better. It looks like everything's going on at the top, and then it's, they forgot about the bottom of the belt. Yep. Oh, let's just stick an eagle on it. Oh, yeah, with the balls. Uh, okay. SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Eh. I think we're all going to go Bailey on this one. I'll go Nikki. Okay, somebody had to. <laughs> I would love for her to win. I really would. But I think this Bailey Sasha thing is, is going to go for a little longer. Yeah, they're riding that hype train. Because you know them, it's like right when it's like the perfect time for them to get offset hype train and have them split up and do a match and all that shit. They like, uh, let's just keep going. And they miss the opportunity and it's like, we don't even give a fuck now. Mm. Well, I don't expect Sasha to beat Asuka, so that's why I don't see them both losing uh, their title yeah. matches. Uh, so let's just switch straight into that one. Asuka versus Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. Asuka. Asuka. Sasha. 
<laughs> what the shit? <laughs> okay. So you're so, going for a flippy do. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's my thing. Two reasons why I did that. One, I really just don't care. <laughs> you're a terrible uh, person. <laughs> for two, it kind of makes sense to me. Because if Sasha becomes champion, then Bailey would be on Raw more, which Vince says, oh, Raw, uh, Sasha, Bailey, ratings, ratings. I mean, they're, just on, over. they're on both shows anyway, obviously, with the women's tag team titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I don't know. The funny thing about that is they're calling uh, Sasha three shows. They've only been on NXT once. <laughs> just saying like they were there one time. <laughs> I don't know. Bailey has been champion for too long, and yeah, God, how long has she been champion? Uh, I want to say over two hundred days now. Uh, it is no. the longest reign for the SmackDown, I believe. I know yeah. that much. Uh, oh, I just said 78. 278? Damn. Look, as of today, 278. Uh, I don't know. I just got this weird feeling that it's just going to be like a switcheroony, you know, and then they're going to lose the tag team titles, and then they'll be competing for the Raw Championship. At SummerSlam. Jesus, yo. Bailey has demolished that record. The previous one was Charlotte, obviously, with 147. Damn. Well, yeah, you know, she can't hold on to it too long. You got to drop it so you can get it right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was her. Oh, that was her first reign the SmackDown Women's Champion. She then lost it to Carmella and won it right back. Well, not right back. She went it back like six months later. <laughs> we all remember the Carmella run. I enjoyed the Carmella run. It wasn't too bad. It was just too much James Ellsworth. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the only negative. Ugh. I like him. I tell you what, he oh, definitely can't wear a face mask because it just keeps dropping down his non-existent chin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to make sure that thing's on tight around that nose. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly just to hide the face, you know. Yep. He's like, look, I have a chin now. <laughs> what is that, Play-Doh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, now, for some reason, this one is a non-title match. Um, but Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt in a Wyatt Swamp fight. What the fuck? Basically a cinematic fight in a swamp. And was it enough for the title? Exactly. I mean, obviously. Because they're just... saving it so it's like The Fiend and Wyatt at SummerSlam, is my guess. I'm guessing if it's non title, Bray has to win. Because otherwise, you may as well just put the belt on the line if Braun's going to beat this version of Bray Wyatt, only to go on against The Fiend. So they, they kind yeah. of giving this one away. Well, I hope so. I mean, at least make... I mean, if it's going to be obvious, at least give us the obvious win. But LeBron goes in there and beats this dude in his own fucking match. Yeah, with a title not even on the line. Then what's the point? Like, 
you've officially just killed. Like, I don't even give a shit about The Fiend now. Like, I barely get, I barely care now. If you beat Bray Wyatt just to, for the fact of beating Bray Wyatt, then it's like, now I, I don't really give a shit. That's just me. Travis? No, I'll go Braun. <laughs> they're stupid. Bastard. And they're, no, no, no. Fucking Vince McMahon is. That's a fact. And he's going to do some bullshit, and Braun's going to win. God, I hope you, not. You're just doing a mic this week and going the opposite of everything. <laughs> I, was there, I was like, this sounds familiar. <laughs> Okay, so that's one for Braun. Um, what do we got left? Oh, Christ. Okay. That an eye for an eye match. Actually, you know what? I think that's going to be the main event, so let's go the WWE Championship, which currently we still don't know the match type because Dolph hasn't announced it yet, but Dolph Ziggler challenging Drew McIntyre. What in the fuck is this guy going to do to try to... He, what match is this guy going to try to have? He can't beat fucking Drew McIntyre. Are you a... kidding me? Where the hell is Bobby Roode? It's going to be a Claymore's band match. <laughs> <laughs> He'd Which actually wouldn't be shit. a bad He'd idea. Just beat him with his bare hands. Are you kidding me? Where, where's Bobby Roode? Yeah, where the obscured. fuck is Bobby Roode? Do what? Where I said he's in, in obscurity. He's poofed into non-existence. Or maybe he's on okay. main event. Who knows? All I know that? is 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 the build of this fucking thing on Monday was just goddamn terrible. Dolph Ziggler's over here talking about like I brought this fucking guy from obscurity. I'm like motherfucker. He was just decided to you know revamp his entire career and main event almost every goddamn other promotion you can besides Japan. <laughs> and then Vince is like, oh hey, we should probably bring that guy back. And you're like, oh, you, I fucking put it. Like, no, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then Drew comes out and just. See, now that's the other thing that kills me. It's like, I don't know. Drew is like the ultimate tweener. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he's a phase to everybody, but then his promos are like, I'm like, what kind of, what in the fuck? And he's like, I'm going to bury you. I'm like, what? Oh, wait, wait, wait excuse me. He's like, he was going to just murder this poor fucker. And I hope he does. I don't give a shit what the match step is. All I know is Dolph Ziggler is an idiot. Yeah, I, li- I like the fact that they found that balance because building up to WrestleMania, Drew was very pandering to, yeah. the, to the non-existent crowd. It's like, I don't, it's like, you know what, dude? You going in there and being like this total badass, it's like, I don't hate it. It's not, it's not, the thing is, it's like, I think they're doing it thinking it's like, oh, this is going to be like a Stone Cold kind of feel. I don't feel like it's Stone Cold. I feel like if anything, this was more like, uh, like the Undertaker, like maybe like American Badass ish. I go in there, I say whatever the fuck I want, but I'm over his shit. The only babyface badass champion I can remember, world champion in the last few years I can remember is Roman. Everybody yeah, else has been really cheesy. Uh, so yeah, so it's nice. It's refreshing for Drew. To be a badass champion, uh, yeah, I'm sticking with Drew to retain. Yeah. Oh, it didn't go different this time. He's <laughs> like, like, well, yeah. Have you seen the size difference? Well, <laughs> well and man, saying that's stupid. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> Not stupid enough to. Be I don't know, golf. man. 
<laughs> yeah, you're up. You're up. <laughs> um, which brings us to the probable main events. I, you know what, we we poked fun at it, but I'm actually quite interested to see what the hell they do with this and how they do it. Um, eye for an eye match, Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. The match can only be won by extracting your opponent's eye. What the fuck is that even going to happen? Those words but literally it's just July. left my lips. It's the only fucking thing... July. If this okay. was like October, I'd be like, okay, I'm interested. No, <laughs> fucking July. Where did this horror show even idea even I... come from? Bruce Pritchard. Just it's gonna be violent. Idiot. Ooh, let's make it horror themed. He's a fucking idiot. This guy's gimmick to get over was a fucking red painted faced fucking priest. Those, who those just us, say he loved you. Those of us that were really into Impact back in the day could have told you Bruce Pritchard was shit when he was whatever the hell, he, whatever the hell his job was in Impact when he forgot everybody's contract. Like, you know, the thing the thing that kills me is is Paul Heyman knew, you know, like, okay, it's got to stay wrestling. Did he have some stupid angles? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, he's different. He's, you know, he's not he's not everybody else, but he also understood wrestling. He understood you have to build guys in the whole, you know, scenario. Matches need to make sense. This is a fucking joke. This this horror show, an extreme horrible show, as you call it, which is... is <laughs> <laughs> rightfully named, mind you, is 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 a fucking joke. It that's exactly what it is. It's a joke pay per view with a few matches that are. May, I'm hoping are going to be better than you know Monday night and Friday night quality, and then we're going to get this thing, which I don't know. What was the, the last cinematic thing they did? Yeah, money in the bank. Um, this whole pandemic has just given them the platform to do all these cinematic matches, and we're now into overkill territory. That's fine. If you're going to do that, then do it right. All right, so is Seth Rollins still doing the Messiah bullshit? Yes. Okay, so... All right, so... I'm guessing... Ray Mysterio will rip out his Seth Rollins' eyeball, and because he is the Messiah, he will regrow an eyeball. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of shit they do. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, I don't know. Well, fucking Seth, or not Seth, uh, Kevin brought him an eye patch from his his buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I was I like, is that the dude you trained with, or is that fucking CPA or uh, or P- uh, PCA? Probably PCA. There you go. <laughs> Remember that fucking blind guy from Brawl for All? Here's his eye patch. That's what he should have said. That would have been great. Uh, are they going to go full on hostile and they'll just like use a blowtorch and then you actually see the eye hanging out? You know what? Um, who was uh, who's that fucking guy? Porash. Uh, Porash should have his hand in this. I think that's the only guy that they could help onto this crew that's going to make this thing any worthwhile. <laughs> or, or Triple H. I mean, he managed to create this supernatural atmosphere for the Boneyard match, and it's, it was awesome. That's true. But yeah, then you again, can that's do the Undertaker. that. You can get away with Supernatural with The Undertaker. 
factual statements. Um, yeah, I well, obviously it's a revenge match, so I don't see <laughs> Seth Rollins winning. I pick Ray. Ray's yeah. got to win. Otherwise, it wouldn't uh, be an eye for uh, an eye; it would be an eye on the other eye. Exactly. I already said it. Ray Mysterio rips out his eye, and then the Messiah regrows it. <laughs> I don't like. I, and I and I kind of want to see it. <laughs> just just to laugh at it. Just, yeah. They should call Kane. Be like, hey, I need you to play that guy from See No Evil. <laughs> just make an appearance. Hey, you still got that contact lens, Glenn? Right. <laughs> and that is the six matches for the horrible show at Extreme Rules. We're expecting another one or two to be added at the last minute, like they always do, just to mess with us. And if so, we'll obviously add them later on, before well, before Sunday. And just to reiterate, Mr. Larkin, predictions are accepted right up until the moment the show begins. Bub. Because <laughs> I know Mike's kind of funny about that. <laughs> what does the shape have to say? Shape. 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 It's time to shape up. It's time for you to prove that you are more than a one-headed wonder. It's only right for us to set that bar, to set that standard. I take the shape of whatever I need to be. Travis Anderson, your time has come. Max Wrestling presents Promo Slam, August 20th. Go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com for more information. This is the voice of Killer Cross, and right about now, we're about to take it to the max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. And that brings us to the Wednesday Night War, um, which only had one kind of pay-per-view. Uh, but it, you know what? It didn't even feel like a pay-per-view. It just felt like a great episode of Dynamite. And maybe and that's what was. they should have done the last two weeks. I think yeah. they tried. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not gonna crap on them. I think I think AEW was. No, let me reframe that. I think that fucking two day pay per view was good, but they knew they didn't have enough to fill a whole card. Yeah. So they tried a and little extra. Obviously, it was on free TV, but they still treated it like a pay per view, and it didn't. Feel well, for start, you've got commercial breaks, so it didn't feel like yeah. a pay per view. Yeah, that never helps. Um, <clears throat> but you know, at the same time, NXT treated it like a takeover and it felt like a takeover, so and they, they for some reason, they got it right two weeks in a row. Well, it's now been three weeks, um, that NXT have beaten AEW. Uh, to be honest, I don't care about ratings, I love both shows. Um, okay. AEW kicked off with Cody acting very heelish in his TNT title defense against Sonny Kiss. Very, yes, very heelish. Yeah, that heel Kenny, or the heel Kenny, the heel Kenny too, but then we'll get to him later. Yeah. That heel Cody, man. 
I knew it's com- I knew it was coming. Like he didn't even tease it. He was just acting full on heel. Well, that's it was how just it goes. you know slapping Sunny down, holding on to the submission holds, uh, ripping off the turnbuckle pad. Um, well, I mean, it's like it's been escalating little by little by little by little with every defense. Yeah, and just to add fuel to the fire, we they kept showing Tully Blanchard looking on. I was just staring at him. I see you. It was funny, you know, uh, that after Cody started doing the push-ups, you know, <laughs> yeah. he gets out he gets out of the ring, and then Arn's like, "Do you want to win this match?" To get your head out of your ass. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> get your head out of your ass. I was like, oh, it sounds like my dad. Yeah, when you're a little kid, you messed up a play in baseball. Get yeah. your eyes on. I mean, it has been rumored that um, AEW could be forming their own four horsemen. Uh, with both Tully and Aaron. Why not? So, seeds may have been planted this week. Um, Cody was also very quick to defend Sonny Kiss on Twitter. Good for you. Like somebody hey, Sunny Kiss game, okay? Yeah. Good match. He's a very unique wrestler, I'll give him that. <laughs> Agreed. Uh okay. So the hell out of that crossroads. Oh yeah. Didn't quite get all of the disaster kick, but no. I'll let that slide. Um NXT in the meantime kicked off with Keith Lee as the new double champ. Issuing a challenge to Dominic Dijakovic. Boo. Um, Boo. No. (laughs) What happened to Cameron Grimes being the self-proclaimed number one contender? Eh. They didn't forget about that. Um, Yeah, I mean, we obviously saw a great feud between these two over the North American title. Um... Keith issued a challenge for both belts, though. So, I mean, is he going to be putting both on the line from now on? Or can we can we just split the titles? Because it's not really... There's no point in having two titles if you're going to put them both on the line nope, at the same double time. champ. Everybody gets shot. Double champ. So, where does it end? Because the next guy wins both belts. Is he going to defend both belts at the same Cross. time? Or, you know? It's going to be Cross, and then he's going to debut with the new NXT title. Yeah. This they keep rumoring... Double champs. They did keep rumoring that whole thing. I mean, with uh, with Becky two belts, they did it to sell a few t-shirts, and then she pretty much immediately dropped one of them to Charlotte. Crossy two belts? I don't know. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Crossy two belts. <laughs> I mean, he could literally do a cross of the belts across his chest. There you go. Um. <clears throat> Obviously, Dijakovic accepted graciously, and they faced each other later on in the match. Actually, we'll get we'll get onto that now, um, because after the match, obviously, Keith Lee retains. Scarlet comes out and sends a warning to Keith Lee, but then Karrion Cross uh, attacks Dijakovic backstage and basically just planted the dude on his head, killed him, <laughs> killed him dead, killed him dead. Yep. Yay. I haven't seen it yet. So. <laughs> you just not like Dijakovic. 
No, I just don't. I don't know what it is, man. Like, I don't know if every time I see him, he he just he looks is boring. Yeah. Other than being tall, like he's pretty boring. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like it's every I've never seen him in a match unless it's against Keith Lee. Yeah, and so yeah, I was like, about to I'm say. just like bored with it. I'm bored with those two. I'm bored with how every match it looks like it's just a rehearsal match. It don't. It doesn't have a match feel. It looks like they're just like rehearsing. Those guys, yeah, they were out there and they had a match. It was yeah, not they just, anything compared to their past. I, they they try to do something great, but you can see them just like waiting and waiting and waiting and looking and looking for those spots. Yeah. And I just it's kind of like I, the I, first I, the first time they faced each other, it was great. Everybody loved it. And then Triple H and Shaw must have been like, can you do that like five more times? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so it, I, I wasn't sure if it was a Keith Lee thing or if it was a Dominic thing. And then I started seeing more of Keith Lee. I'm like, okay, it's not a Keith Lee thing. So I just put all the blame on him. Hmm. So, yeah, I fucking hate the guy. <laughs> I don't hate him. I yeah, just, it's all your goddamn fault. He he doesn't deserve no title shots in my picture. He's had I, him. He's I, blown I totally him. agree with that one. Yeah, well, I'm guessing he's going to be written off for a couple of weeks now. <clears throat> I fucking uh-huh. sure hope so, because hot damn. I mean, if you come right back from that, dude, like, way to kill a gimmick. Yeah, I mean, it was literally a suplex or whatever onto a concrete floor. Dead. Um, okay. Now going back in time on uh, Dynamite. Back at you. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, FTR got a little bit of payback over the Lucha Brothers. <clears throat> Excuse me. I loved um, that match, by the way. Yeah. I mean, we said, uh, well, I think I said last uh, week when the um, Lucha Brothers got the victory, FTR must get their revenge next week. And they did. Yeah. Oh, man, I love this match so much. This is probably my match of the night, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it was... It, it, it was until I saw the uh, the six-man. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. The six-man was great, yes. But I, I just... I, I don't know. There was just something special about this match. I just loved it. I guess it was just like one of my little like dream matches. I'm like, oh man, that would be great. And guess what? It was. It lived Absolutely. up to my. It straight up lived up to my expectations, and I just fucking loved it. Yeah. I just have one thing. I, I mean, one small itty bitty complaint, and it's it's simply this: Phoenix, bro, you cannot go 100 miles an hour right out of the fucking gate. Some <laughs> He's of these. Try. Some of these. He's just this fucking guy. He's just ready to go. Like, and I'm, it's like, dude, you got to kind of build. Nope, now. And it's like, you know, fucking slow the fuck down. <laughs> slow down. I mean, he, he fucked a couple things he's... up. And it's all, it's always him. It's because he's just, he's, he's thinking like four steps ahead and everybody else is like, but you said this. Yeah. 
he's he's been the most active out of the four of them over the past couple of months because FTR have only just debuted, and of course, um, Pentagon was stuck in Mexico. Yeah. Um, but after the match, the Bucks just drop Andy Williams in the bleed, uh, get the keys back, and return the truck to FTR, but not before they poured some beer over Kenny Omega. Come on, man. No, I was kidding. Yeah. Vega, that's it. That's hey, you wasted beer. This is this is payback. <laughs> There's now again, as a as a guy who's, you know, done similar stuff like this, this doesn't mean we don't like you. This means now we're even. Now I don't know if that's how they're taking it, but that's that's how I'm taking it. Because that's how I would like how I would it's like no, but there's no anim like I it's payback. You know, maybe next time it's if I give you the fucking beer, drink it. Even if you like fake sip it, I don't fucking know. I mean, if anything, Kenny got off lightly because right? Stacy Keeler didn't get off very lightly when she wasted beer from Stone Cold. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was just going to say, I was like, remember the last time somebody wasted beer? And she was a oh, she got destroyed. The drinking contest against JBL and he was just pouring it down his chest because they were back to back. And Steve, Steve just comes around like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you say it, and I see it, and that's what kills me. <laughs> um, but yeah, moral of the story, don't steal somebody else's truck keys. Yeah, it's not cool, man. And then they couldn't even get the damn thing started. <laughs> what have Andy and the Blade been doing to this truck? That's why he's like, what the fuck do you do? Well, they've been using yeah, it to transport not. meat. <laughs> they could not get that damn truck cranked at all. I, I, I wonder. I wonder if they uh, blade like when to go like let Loomis borrow it. Like, hey man, you want to use this thing? Andy, no, I need something with Andy. A Andy and the blade. Andy, it. Oh, that's whatever. Beep <laughs> <laughs> me at. Um, it was the fucking followed. monocle man. Calling the monocle man, Mr. Monopoly. There you go. That's there one go. badass it, uh, monopoly man. I'll tell you that. It was followed by a great segment with the inner circle, where Jericho just did what Jericho does and immediately went into this promo mentioning the ratings and the demographics. Oh God, I hated this. <laughs> but I love the nickname, the Demo God. That yeah, that was kind of nice. Uh, I mean, but other than that, I was like, really? You Of all the people, you're going to bring up the ratings? And then I he mean, did that's the... right, because it's Jericho. That's true. But then he did the whole ever, and I was like, if you don't go like extra high pitch with this next ever, then I'm going to be mad. And he didn't do it, and I was mad. <laughs> My wife was like, what are you so mad about? I'm like, he used to do like a thing where he was like, ever. Just like, and now he doesn't do it anymore, and I'm sad. Um, but yeah... I, you fully expect Jericho to be the one to do it because he's the top heel. Uh, he knows how to push people's buttons, and obviously he's been the most vocal about it on social media. And he's not wrong. Which not is at all. Which is exactly what a lot of AEW fans have had to defend the past couple of weeks against NXT diehards that just hate AEW. They don't really get the ratings breakdown but anyway like i said i don't really care about the ratings i just thought it was funny that jericho brought it up on dynamite um <clears throat> and then orange cassidy just goes full on dx and dumps some oj 
all over them. And that jacket, and then, that jacket thing, cost $7,000. Another thing that was funny was he was like, Jericho was like, hey, everybody he wants a rematch, blah, 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 but we will never have Cassidy versus Orange. Until this happened. <laughs> yeah, he, but he said Cassidy versus Orange. Well... I mean, he was worried about his $7,000 jacket. That's the thing. Well, why? yeah, you know. Why do you not catch what he's saying? I love how Ross is like, well, yeah, that's an expensive jacket. Yeah. Why, you, why does he always wear expensive says? clothing that gets demolished? No, I, I, I understand that, that what you're getting at here. That he's, like, saying it so he can have another match with the guy. Yeah. However, no, we're, no, all, no. We're, all, we're all not highlighting the best part of this whole thing. Ortiz cannot swim. <laughs> okay. Does, do people not understand this? The poor guy almost drowned. He's trying to swim in this thing. I'm dying. And then Jericho, get up, you idiot. <laughs> I died more. <laughs> oh man. Y'all didn't even catch it. What the t- the uh, the Ortiz thing? No. Oh. Cassidy. Cassidy. Versus orange. Yeah, we got it. Like I said, Jerry was just worried about his jacket. Fuck the damn jacket. (laughs) (laughs) But it cost seven thousand dollars. I don't give a damn. From his scarf cost ten. Wasn't that scarf like fifteen thousand? Yeah, fifteen thousand dollars scarfs, seven thousand dollars jackets, and they always get ruined. And he keeps wearing them. Just throw on a t-shirt, Chris. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it gets ripped. We can get you a new $20. one. They'd probably claim it's a five hundred dollar t shirt. <laughs> and you could buy it on AEWshop.com. Yeah, like the Rock used to wear is what, ten thousand dollar shirts? Okay. Oh that's what he proclaimed. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually belongs to Rocky Johnson. Hey Dad, can I borrow a shirt? <laughs> <coughs> Did real- y'all know that? Did y'all know that Chris Jericho has a complete log of every single match he has ever had? You know what? I I instantly see that list he had in WCW of all the moves. Like, I'm not even kidding. And he was talking about it on his uh, weekly Saturday broadcast a couple weeks ago. That he has... uh, He... Rides down every single match, like since his very first one, in when he was training. Wow! He, on camera and off camera, he has every single match wrote down, and suppose he's uh, trying to find a way to turn it into like a some sort of book. Find a way. Jericho Jericho is hardcore. He's awesome. I was trying to ask him on his show if like uh, if he has any other uh, memories from San Diego Sports Arena, besides winning the undisputed title. Because Austin always has one. He was just like he was like it was like the Royal Rumble. He's like I remember I got knocked out too early and I'm laying there like a sack of shit, and they're like. (laughs) 
fuck, kid, you weren't supposed to be out that early. I know, I fucked up. Because <laughs> somebody, like, they, they had, like, the ice, not the icy hot, they had that, uh, uh, with, like, they, like, guys would rub shit on their skin for that gloss, and it was different than the baby oil water combination, and I guess it would get on the ropes, and yeah. he just fucking slid right over. Austin got knocked out a few times back in the day. Oh, yeah, for sure he did. I'm watching some of them. <laughs> um, over on NXT, Damian Priest gets a victory over Grimes. Um, but the following match was a little better. As Shotzi Blackheart was in action against Indy Hartwell. Didn't exactly go away, though, Travis. What was that? I got distracted. Is it because I said Shotzi? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shotzi versus Indy Hartwell, but it didn't go Shotzi's way thanks to what what supposedly now is apparently supposed to be a parody of Tony Khan is Robert Stone. That's that's but that's been the idea of Robert Stone from the jump. I, I never At least noticed that's what it I know until now. They look alike. What do you mean? They look that's, exactly the same. That's why I'm like I can't believe I never saw this before. Except, you know, one dresses like, you know, a person, and the other one dresses like an idiot. I just figured even when he was Robbie E, he was a bit of an idiot, so I just assumed, you know, they're just carrying it over into this new gimmick. I didn't really think about it being a parody of Tony Khan, but now I see it. No, uh, are you are you ready for this? Uh, it's a, a rogue dog idea. Oh, shock horror. <laughs> when I heard that, I'm like, no, you're fucking kidding me. He would never... Fucker. I mean, NXT is run by three former DX members. Of course, they're going to parody people. Well, yeah, but <laughs> of all the dudes, you're going to do Tony. You're really going to fuck. You're really going to try to make fun of Tony. I think he well, thinks it's funny. Yeah, it's because obviously there's this whole idea that Mr. Brody Lee is a dig at Vince McMahon. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's fucking obvious. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so, until yeah. until this dude shows up with some white with some whoppers and white claws. Yeah. I know, right? And <laughs> and he's then there you know no what? Then they're not crossing a line when, just yet. When Robert Stone finally finds a, a successful client, he's gonna throw a big bash backstage and there's gonna be white claw everywhere. Nope, it's gonna be Corona <laughs> Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're the worst. We gotta find a sponsor. <laughs> Right. <laughs> All I know is that the dude came out in a boot, and I, the second I seen it, I immediately had glorious flashbacks of him screaming, I'm dying! <laughs> yes. This seems to be the way they're going now. So, obviously, we had Rhea Ripley in a handicap match against Stone and Aaliyah. Um, we're probably going to get the same thing with Shotzi now. That's fine. Get in there, sell your ass off for these ladies. Hell yeah. Is he the new Joey Ryan? Let's hope not. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, the new James Ellsworth. But again, let's hope not. Again? Oh, hey. Oh, hey. <sighs> can, we not, can we not talk about... Oh, it was like, do, uh, have we not brought up fucking... Uh, what is it? Uh, Marty Jannetty? Oh, is man. Is she 15? Fucker. This fucking guy. She's not daughter, but she was daughter, so I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Somebody take the guy's social media away. Please. Like, what are you doing asking these questions, dude? What are you doing getting yourself in these situations? How the fuck old are you? 
Oh man, he's I want to say fifties. He's got it. Well, Mike would have the answer. He's got to right be older away. than that because Sean Sean was oh, yeah. younger than him. He's got to be like in his sixties, maybe. Yeah, Mike Mike would have had the answer right away. He's, he's a crazy a hole, that guy. <laughs> Marty Gennetti is sixty. Oh, I was just about to say, just yep, February 3rd, 1960. Yep. Crazy mofo. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so we've already talked about Lee and uh, Dijakovic. Back on Dynamite, we had what you said was the match of the night, which replaced the former match of the night. The six-man tag, the Elite versus Jurassic Express. Ooh. Fantastic. That was Crazy super Jurassic destroyer, don't show PD Williams, right? <laughs> PD Williams will flip and not in the way that you would expect somebody to flip. Oh, that was so good! Poor Marco got just absolutely murdered with the V trigger. Oh. I've never, I haven't seen a dude crumble like that from that shit since uh Kenny was in Japan. He, he just crumbled like a just fucking sack of pudding. He did I'm, great, though. I'm pretty oh, no, sure. Yeah. Oh, nobody's. I'm not bagging on him. Not one iota. Oh, the kid oh, was. The whole thing was great. Everybody looked like a oh, star. I, I I cringed when he almost crashed into the steps, man. I know I say it all the That's, time, but he he looks smaller every time I see him. Um, yes, I I I'm sure that they lie about his height. They say he's they five foot two. Him. Now he's it bullshit. Io Shirai is five foot one. You telling me she's one inch shorter than Marco Stunt? You're, that's bullshit. There's <laughs> you're you're that's bullshit. There's no way he's five two. No, he's he four, really no is. way. Hey, My he really three is. year old is taller than him. <laughs> I promise you, I've seen him from in person. Hey, that's he's got about right. than five foot. He, yeah, I'm and saying he's like at least, he's at least no five two. That's about right. No, this is Zelina's five foot, or no, Alexa's five foot flat. He's good, probably the same height as her. Even she looks tall. Well, all right. right? So, so uh, Dazzy tweet Tony Khan yeah. and have uh, <laughs> have them side hey, can by side. Can we get side. a tail of the tape? So we need a tail of the tape of Marco Stunt. No, I was just saying, like, hey, just put them side by side next week in the audience. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, six feet, of course, you know. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, put him next to Brian Cage. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm asking. That's the thing, sometimes. though, too. Brian Cage isn't even very tall. Nobody's white. It's like. Well, fuck, how tall? Moxley's tall as shit. I think it, I think Moxley's over six Yeah, that, mother, that motherfucker is tall. I didn't think so until I fucking saw him um, uh, when I went to Dynamite. Dude is fucking big. He caught my ass off guard. <laughs> I had no idea he was that damn big. Yeah, Moxley. He's a big boy. Dude is out. Well, I mean, like I said, we're we're talking about it, like, and it, him and Brian Cage, Brian Cage is this fucking massive thing, and John Moxley like looks bigger than him. 
And the guy's just normal. He's this fucking dude. Yeah, Brian Cage is six foot five. Is he? God damn, how tall is Mox then? Six four. <laughs> fucking yeah. hell. I was thinking, I was like, I was like six two. Jesus. And they didn't fucking push the shit out of this guy? <laughs> WWE, you see, he's got the height, fuck, fuck's sake. Oh, also, apparently, according to, well, looking up Brian Cage now, the FTW is an official championship in AEW now. Is it going to only be defended on Dark or something? I guess. Well, I mean, he didn't win the, the world title, so. To his, to his discretion, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, insane six-man tag. And that brought us to another tag, which was very short. Um, the Nightmare Sisters getting a win over question mark. Don't know. I don't think they even said their names. But anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, MJ Jenkins and... Oh, that's right. Uh, God, what the, what's that other girl's name? She's been on there a few times, and it's an easy name. Uh, Kinsey Page. Kinsey okay. Page, that's it, yeah. yeah MJ Jenkins, her, her debut since uh, her being cut from WWE. I'm glad somebody was paying attention, because all I saw was the entrances and then an awkward victory. <laughs> it's an awkward everything. Fucking Brandy's in there wrestling like a goddamn heel. Even down uh, Dustin's face paint was awkward. Yeah. I, it's I, shiny. I don't know why they're so against Ali. Just because she's QT's, you know. Because I don't lady know. devil. Um, she, she's the black sheep in a nightmare family. That's all right. <laughs> all about it. All about it. I mean, I no think call. she shoots a black rabbit better. Hey. Black bunny. Hey. <laughs> yeah, just bizarre. And speaking of bizarre, Nyla Rose's manager turned oh. out to be Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> and of course, and of course, the first thing out of her mouth, excuse me. Excuse me. She, she hasn't <laughs> been saying that when we've seen her on AEW before, and I figured it was because WWE owned a copyright to it or something, but... Obviously no, that's not. not true. When she introduced uh, the inner circle, she did. She's just not overdoing it, I think, is what it is. Until this week. Well, hey. <laughs> I, I'm I, fucking signed now, motherfucker. I just don't get this this pairing. They they have nothing in common. I was really thinking it was going to be Awesome Kong. Yeah, I, I was... I can't remember who it was that said it to me last week. About Vicky, but then as soon as somebody said her name, I'm like, "Yeah, right, that's I can tell you who predicted it." Mike. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Mike. I know Harold said something too, and then he even said the same thing while watch while we were doing the the you the you know the watch along. Yeah. Yeah, I called it. Yeah, it is a little strange, like because I I don't. I don't know. I don't know. What is she going to well, do? Did she yell at the other okay. opponent? So, so I thought it would be, but after seeing them together, I actually didn't mind it, honestly. 
Yeah, I mean, it'll, it's going to grow on me, I'm sure. Yeah. You just never I, would I guess I, them together. No, absolutely not. But I think my thing, my biggest thing with it is, is I put too much trust into AEW because yeah. they just don't <laughs> let me down. <laughs> they don't let me down. Anyway, but no, um, the one other thing besides all this I will mention is uh, that Saturday show that Jericho does. I try to ask him, hey, when are you guys going to sign Ivelisse? And bam, oh, signed her. Can't wait. At least I don't know. I don't know for sure, but she is debuting. I think she is uh, fully I, signed, yeah. I must say, I'll find out later from my dirt sheets. Yeah, from, from what I saw, I think she's signed. Excited. Everybody's excited about her, but... What about Diamante's Dynamite debut? I'm, yeah, just not as excited as seeing Ivelisse. Yeah. Well, I don't know who she is. So. What? Yeah, I don't have a clue. Let's say look up some Lucha Underground tape if you can. Well, you know, Mike saw my message in the group chat last night. So he sent me like five damn voice messages. Oh well, then there and, you go. But I still don't tell me who the hell it is. Um, she she also was almost signed to TNA back when they were doing their um, gut checks. And um, I think she was also in Tough Enough. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she but, was uh, Stone Cold when he hosted um, fucking. She did have a match in TNA, and then there's about 20 other things that Mike said. Yeah, so she, <laughs> she lost a gut check match against Lady Tapper, and then TNA chose to sign Lady Tapper. That worked out really well. Um, and then she came back for the a couple of one-night onlys. Yeah. Uh, actually, at the second one-night only she was in, she was. She joined Team Aces and Eights. Did oh. she? Mm-hmm. Oh. So she. Um, I think everybody except the Dudleys uh, defeated Team USA, which was led by Mickey James. Yeah, I probably have seen her. I just don't remember. Yeah, she. I mean, one night only were pretty much house shows. Well, yeah. Ah, oh, but yeah, Dynamite's looking good next week. Um, <clears throat> meanwhile, in NXT, Thatcher had a... Pr- well, it wasn't quick, quick, but it was pretty quick. Uh, defeats uh, Denzel Dejeunet and was mm-hmm. jumped after the match by Oni Larkin, so obviously they've got some unfinished business. That's fine with me. Let's uh, let's have another fight pit. Yes. Please, let's go that with the fight so pit. so good. And then with these two guys, oh yeah, it would work. It would work perfectly. It's good because it's not just another cage match. It is a completely different concept. You take away the ropes, you add platforms to the top. And exactly. you well, like I the said, rules. like the first time these guys met, you had you had uh, Thatcher, who every time he was winning in the grappling battle, all of a sudden they'd stand up and he'd get outstriked. So <laughs> it's like now you have to force him into that. There's no rope breaks. There's no going outside. Let's get in there and beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, love it. Um, maybe they'll keep Kurt Angle as the like the trademark referee for the fight. Pay. Hey, well, 
he's released now. But hey, you know, um, I'm sure that one time master? contract. I th- I think it was he was still 90 days in. No. Oh yeah, I forgot about the no compete clause. So he was yeah, technically you know, released, but he was still kind of, still sort of attached. Yeah, you know the whole you can go home, but uh, we're you know, we're still paying you. But while we're still yeah. paying you, you want to come to work? <laughs> we know you said you're fired, but you want to, you know. After books. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'll pay you under the table. <laughs> um, so the main event for both shows, NXT, um, the main event started first. I think it was like 10 minutes ahead, maybe. Um, Io Shirai defending the Women's Championship against Tegan Knox. Great match. Yes. Um, Tegan, very, very I think, good. I think Tegan had the majority of the momentum in the match. I thought so, too. Uh, yeah, and she just got caught right at the end. Um, and then, speaking of getting caught right at the end, Dakota Kai just comes out of nowhere, and I'm pretty sure she caught Io right in the face with that kick. Captain the team kick. Exactly. That's why. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll allow her to use the captain on that one. But uh, you know what? A women's title match for Dakota Kai is long overdue. I mean, she's been in the division for a bit. She's gotten her... I don't want to say her due, but she's... Oh, fuck it. I'll say it. Yeah, she's paid her due. Give her a shot. I was you always know, a big fan of the face. Happen? And she's well, just completely coming to her own as a heel. Yeah, that's that's super true. And I mean, I personally, I was a little worried that Tegan wasn't going to have a very good match against Io, and then I was immediately shut the hell up, and that's perfectly <laughs> fine. And now I'm thinking, oh, then damn, if this was that good, what in the hell can Io and Dakota do? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even that bad for Tegan. This is one of those matches where even though she lost, the match belonged to her, and she still looked really good. Yeah, she did. Um, meanwhile, on Dynamite, the main event was a little shorter um, and a very surprising ending. I don't think anybody called that one. Of all the people to throw in a towel, Taz. Right. <laughs> so what is the, the now? The next question is: Is what does this mean for them? Does this does this hurt them? Does this you know? Does does uh does does Taz does you know Taz convince him it's not a big deal? Does Cage murder this guy? Well, what I mean, happens? Jr. immediately defended the decision. He was like, "Well, you know, it's better than being out for five months with surgery." That's true. Actual factual. I mean, you I, know, Taz, Taz is gonna you know cut a damn great promo and defend the whole situation and. Then Darby comes out. Darby will probably compete for that title, the FTW title. You know what um, really gets me? Every time the lights go out, I never expect Darby Allen, and it's always Darby <laughs> Allen. There's a blackout, and I'm like, oh, like it's oh, gonna be oh, who's this? Oh, it's Darby Allen again. <clears throat> Goddamn Darby. <laughs> comes flying in with the skateboard, hits homeboy right in the face. But that damn interaction with... Uh, Taz and Mox was just gold. Yes. Yeah, Cage didn't lose too much face. The fact, obviously, he didn't 
technically lose the match. Taz surrendered the match for him, so Cage still looks strong. And, of course, mm-hmm. he's probably going to be defending that FTW title now. Yeah. And with me. Which makes me think now how the... Well, it's probably going to be like the TNT title, just open challenge. Um, I don't even know who's number one in the ranking system because they haven't used it for so long. Well, I mean, they put they post it on social media, but yeah, they don't ever talk about it anymore. Is it because they have to delay this match? I I think because, probably. I well, mean, the how... thing that kills me is it's is Brian Cage had one less match than. Uh, MJF and he was immediately ahead of him and I'm like that doesn't make any sense but but that was the match going that was the match built going into it so it's like okay I understand that part but MJF is still at top of the thing and they're ignoring the shit out of him you want to know who else is on top of the thing and they're being ignored the shit out of Jericho. the fucking Dark Order Evil and, Odo and, uh, and, and Grayson they're 7-0 and number one rank no title shot well, I'm not going to complain about that. I am. Because it's a ranking system. You're going to talk about it. You're going to use it. Fucking really use it. Or, I don't even, they don't really... They don't really use it that much anymore. And they don't really... I mean, they still post it every once in a while, but I don't really see them talking about it that much. Maybe... Maybe they've realized that it doesn't really make sense to have a ranking system on a wrestling show when you're the one that makes the results. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said, I said this like last year. You know, it was good to build. Yeah. But after a while, you can ease out of it. I mean, and it'll be fine. It looks good. It makes it look like a legit sport but when you know that it's really scripted it doesn't really work but I mean it was really working at the beginning and I I said it a long time ago when I was having to explain it to fucking Voldemort Uh, (laughs) but he who shall not be named it, it can easily be forgotten and eased out of. Yeah. Which they even talked about doing before as well. I mean, so when MJF, we could be at that stage. When MJF is finally in the running for the world title and they're building towards a world title match for him, he has to use that because he's been undefeated for nine months. Well, I mean, you don't even have to say that, you know, you're top ranking you don't have to use the rankings you just say that you're undefeated yeah but I mean because he's undefeated he's, he should have been ranked number one this whole time <laughs> I think I think Jer- like Jericho's like number one and then uh, last time I saw it anyways he was number one and then MJF was like number two how the hell did that work I don't know. <laughs> You're the captain. You should know. <laughs> I don't have a clue. I'm so looking at the rankings yeah, now. Was... Um, I don't know. What the hell? 
Okay, for some reason they've got they've got Brian Cage on top, but he's number two, and then below him is MJF, who's number one. See, um, see what I mean? So. Uh, they put they had to put Cage uh, at the top because he won yeah. that chip. And he was number one contendership, which again defeats so. the purpose of the rankings. But exactly, yeah. Um, number three is Lance Archer, who's nine and one. Jericho was fourth with three and one, and Brody Lee is five and one. But he already had a title shot, so back down to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nyla Rose is number one in the women's division. Obviously, Hikaru said she's open for a rematch this past week, which uh, I'm sure we are looking forward to. Okay, no, maybe not. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, we'll it's curious to know who she's going to go up against, you know, uh, because she said... She's even said that she don't give a fuck about the rankings. It doesn't yeah. matter who it is. Like if you think you're tough enough and better, then come at me. Oh no, I'm sure. I'm sure we care about Hikaru Shida. I thought you meant just the match against Nyla Rose again. Like I don't. Um, I don't. Oh, I feel it, like it's still too early. Is that like announced? Well, she said that she's open to the rematch with her, and that's why I'm like. I feel like it's already too early. Like, I know she just got a manager, and from the looks of it, maybe like a nose job, too, or something. I don't know. She's kind of looking more like a lady. Just saying. Um, but mm-hmm. at the same... Like, my thing, it, it, it's still too early. Like, you know, Britt deserves a shot, and I think she's going to be coming back soon. Probably within the next couple uh, of weeks. She's, yeah, she's still got, like, another, like, two to three weeks, I think. Yeah. yeah, so give it a few more weeks, you know, and then you build it to a pay-per-view. And, and again... If anything, you can have a, you know, a one-off... Well, I don't know that'd be any good for either lady, but you can have a fucking one-off title match on Dynamite. Yeah, and again, with the rankings, they've kind of mixed it up a little bit because Big Swole is in third place, but she's above Penelope Ford, who's second place. And Penelope Ford already had a title shot. Maybe that's why she dropped. And then the tag team rankings is just confusing as fuck. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> because, like you said, Dark Order's number one, but they're both listed at number two, even though they're at the top of the table. Below them is Best Friends, both listed at number one. Below them in third place is Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, who are also apparently in fifth place. It's it's so confusing. I'm not even going to try and make sense of it anymore. That, that's why there they don't no even talk. That's yeah. why they don't about it on TV no more. <laughs> See, the league was much simpler. Up, down, yes. up, down. Yeah. Uh, well, there we go. That's last night's Wednesday. So, the past two weeks, I've been saying I think NXT took a victory uh, and, you know, the ratings showed that I was right on that one. I think AEW definitely pulled it back this week and was a better show. I sure hope so, but uh, there was... A big NASCAR thing, and last time NASCAR came, uh, it affected both of the numbers. So we'll see, but I'm hoping AEW still takes the dub. I mean, because they had a great show. NXT was it was it was good. It wasn't great. It was good. Yeah, they were like blowing off steam from the past two weeks this week on NXT. Yeah, I mean the main event, the main event on its uh, could stand on its own. Yeah. 
Uh, well, we know one thing: AEW is going to win that uh, demographic. <laughs> yeah, because fucking Jericho told them. Uh, um. Well, Promo Slam 2020 is five weeks away, and as promised, we've gone deep to give you a stacked card. The Demon S will be defending the Promo Championship against the winner of this year's King of the Mike tournament. We're down to six possible contenders, and the Phoenix has two contenders for his Knowledge Championship as he defends against Moses and Kenny Killer in a triple threat match. Any Come back to my baby. <laughs> uh, well, you're the only Knowledge Champion that's only won it once so far. That's why I'm coming back. Kenny, Mike, and Phoenix all won it, all won it twice. Boys! Uh, in a promo exhibition, Rob Sheff puts on a show with the undefeated Brittany Savage. Ooh. And in another promo exhibition, it is Travis the Walker Anderson going face-to-face with The Shape for the first time ever. I'm going to steal the fucking show. Or are you going to cramp your fucking pants? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All I know is I'm intrigued. Apparently, oh, I have no idea. Apparently, everybody crapped their pants when the, uh, the hammer was smashed into the screen in the shape's last promo. Oh, I Shit, I did. <laughs> I did. There you go. Um, and on the pre-launch show on August 17th, Mike Larkin takes on Daniel Crimmins in a Judge vs. Judge special exhibition. Let's be honest here. Nobody gives crap about that one. We're still waiting for next year. Which is yourself versus Mike Larkin at Promo Mania 6. Exactly. That's big money. That's where it's at. I have not plugged this thing in weeks. But it cannot be It cannot and, be and forgotten. Okay. Exactly. It can be forgotten. <laughs> no, no. No, it won't. It will not be forgotten. It will be built. It will be built tremendously, uh, even though it chaps your ass. <laughs> Uh, for more information on Promo Slam, go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com. Hey, you know what? Hey. Uh, hold up. I, I want to say something before that damn fucking No, the bell rang. You shut the fuck up. I don't give a damn. This is where they I do that really quick one. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. I got to. I got to. I, <laughs> I have to get this off my chest. Yeah. Fucking Nikola McDonald, the demoness. Goes live in RWT. Congratulations to her. Absolutely. Hands down. Um, you know, 100 days promo champion. Okay. So she's going to talk shit about me. Say how I'm annoying. And I mean, she ain't wrong. <laughs> but she's basically undefeated. Right. But has she ever but has she ever had given anyone a rematch besides Robert Davis? Not that I know of. No. No, she has not. And I can tell you right now one person that wants a fucking rematch. Oh, you think you're in line for Zabo? Hell yeah, I do. Why, why should I not get a rematch? You're not king of the mic. Okay, now, but... I'm saying that in all reality, saying, by, by, by Monday, I could be out of king of the mic, too. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, let's say 
she defeats the king of the mind. Would I then be allowed to have a deserving rematch? Well, it must be brought to the order. Yeah, in between Promo Slam and Promo Bowl, there's a couple of weeks, and on the first day of the Promo Bowl, there will, of course, be another title defense, so that'll be up to the order to decide. I'm just but saying. You, but your, your case putting, has been putting, brought forward. Exactly. My name is in the, the order hat. Has I'm been. stepping up saying, I am just stepping up saying that I want it. Whether it's whether it's Nikola or not, I just want a rematch for my promo title. Yeah, you know what, Mister Larkin brought up an interesting comparison, and that was I think it was two thousand eleven when when another Mister Anderson wanted a rematch. The, the Mr. Anderson, Anderson in TNA was uh, going around oh, every week saying, where's my rematch? My my cousin. <laughs> That's right, your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> I can say that because he said it. I can't. Hey. <laughs> he said I could say it. And Actually, then he cusses me. <laughs> Actually, there may be yeah. a little clip here that we can play. Say it better myself. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, was great. I don't even remember how long he waited for his rematch. I've for been him. waiting. Well, I've been waiting. Long still waiting. Yeah, you've been waiting since Mania. And um, I'm willing to wait a little bit longer. Well, yeah. We well, I guess it all depends on how Promo Slam goes for the Demoness, um, and who the challenger is. But the bell has rung, and it's time for us to bid you adieu. So before we go, remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. CastBox. It's uh, Max Wrestling UK, by the way, on Twitter and Instagram. And if that wasn't enough, you can also find us on Wrestling with Wrestling every week. Thanks to Andre Corbeil. You can find me at the Captain Five One Two. You can find Travis at the Walker. No, not the Walker. You can find him at Walker underscore TA ninety two, and over to El Jefe to tell you where to find him. Gracias, man. Make sure you're following us on all platforms of social media, SMR Podnet everywhere: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also Twitch. For those who are interested in some N sixty four live streams, uh, video gaming is uh, is fun. It does take up a lot of time, though. I will tell you that. Um, I've had multiple requests for when the fuck is Retro Rewind coming back. Um, I got some news 
from my co-host that I uh, he's going to be away for a bit. I'm not going to go into detail about that, but uh, he's going to be away for a bit. But expect some solo versions of Retro Rewind coming, guess what, this coming Friday, a.k.a. Manana. So got at least one drop and then to get the ball rolling back. Uh, but the pay-per-views will not be coming back until mark your calendar August 10th, which is when we will be reviewing Hog Wild, WCW's 1996 Hog Wild, from also August 10th. Hey, man, look at that. Love it. And next week in the King of the Mike, it's the last of the quarterfinals as Crooked Smile takes on the Phoenix on that road to promo slam. We'll have all the fallout from Slammiversary and the horrible show at Extreme Rules. And that, my friends, is the bottom line. Goodbye. And good night. Bang. Hasta wiggle. A squirrel found an apple. The fuck? Oh, I was waiting for I want my rematch. <laughs> 